Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. My name is Damalek Boateng. And then for about uh, three to four months now, I was jobless. So it all happened when we were having the International Shepherd Congress, when I didn't even want to come because I was not happy and all that. But then, by the grace of God, two friends in this church came to pull me from my house to their program. (laughs) And right after the first day program, I got home, I realized that I had two missed calls, which I didn't return the call. So I was trying to sleep, and then the call came back again. I answered, and then I was asked to come for an interview the following day, which is Wednesday on the 4th. So I went, and right after the interview, I was asked to start. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Seriously, I should start today. And they said, they said yeah, I should start. Okay. So I went to where I was supposed to go, and then they, they said they were going to give me two weeks training, which they are not going to pay me. I was like, ah. Why? (laughs) I need money. So, but then I took the offer. So the training ended uh, this very Wednesday. And then my boss called me that the way he see me, I could be an asset for the company. So I should, they want to maintain me. So they they are asking me what, if they do for me, I will stay in the company. I didn't know what to say. I was speechless. And I was like, okay, currently my transportation is too much because from Kaneshi to Adenta is a long way. So if they can assist me in the transport. And then he said, is that all? And I was like, that's all. <laughs> I actually didn't know what to say at all. So I went back and I was thinking, I said, ah, why? Why didn't I say I want this? I want this. But then it was too late. <laughs> So the following day morning, and then I was called for a meeting, and my boss was like, for the two weeks, what they've noticed about me is that I'm hardworking, I'm this, I'm this, I can do this for the company. So they are promoting me (laughs) from where I started to become the public relations officer. And... (laughs) Which is not only that. Is coming with a car and a driver. <laughs> it's coming with clothing allowance. <laughs> a whole lot and increment. The salary is like six times of what I was earning at my previous place. today to tell everyone that don't give up in every situation that you are in. Keep on pushing and keep on serving the Lord. Amen. Thank you all. Put your hands together for the Lord. We serve a mighty God who does more than we could even ask or imagine. We thank the Lord for that wonderful testimony. We want to get into the word. And this morning, our pastor is in the house. I want us with Jesus' joy to welcome Bishop Ed 
very very powerful testimonies I think the Lord is giving us very great testimonies and I'm believing God that before the year ends you too you will have a testimony last Thursday I was sharing with some people here at the turning point service that we serve the God of the 11th hour and at the 11th hour he comes through with a miracle before the end of November, somebody will receive a powerful miracle in the name of Jesus. Hey! A salary six times what you were earning before. A promotion. A car. A driver. Clothing allowance. Hey! May you receive your own in the name of Jesus. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout of a ring. Oh, it's so nice. We thank God. We serve a living God. We serve a prayer answering God. And like she said, don't give up. God will answer your prayer. Amen. Just want to touch on one or two things. Remember that our Thanksgiving convention is coming on from the 8th to the 11th of December. Amen. Hallelujah. With Reverend James coming. Now the reason why we said that there will be Misha in the house because he is the one who said that there's Misha in the church. That's the pastor who, who made that statement. So he is the one coming from Denmark to be a blessing. So there will be Misha in the house. And then remember that Healing Jesus TV is on so you can also connect uh, get the what do you call it? Diggy box, diggy box. Okay, so get it and connect, and you can see the healing Jesus crusade going on in South Africa. It's so powerful. Many, many testimonies and miracles. The Lord is using our bishop to touch many lives over there. Amen. All the newspapers are reporting it. It's powerful. And then the materials also that are being sold at the bookshop. They're having a very good uh, discount, I hear, for the the Macarius is now going for four hundred. Um, it used to be six hundred, isn't it? Thousand two. Then it came to six hundred, so now it's four hundred. Oh, I think that it cannot be any better than that. And then, of course, Bishop's new book also on how to be a strong Christian is also available. Get it? Then you may scream. Friday. Amen. You know, we have our Miracle Jesus Crusade coming up at the end of the week, Thursday, Friday, but we still want to also come for the prayer time. So let's try and then come for the prayer time too. It's going to work. Amen. Beautiful. And then we have messages uh, that are put together on MP3 the hidden blessings in the storms of life, and then also the secret wisdom of tithing. Get it, and you'll be blessed. Amen. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Let's pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. Surround me, oh.
fill this place surround us with your glory surround us with your mercy surround us with your grace surround us oh God with your blessings and your favor let your will be done this morning enlighten our eyes of understanding to behold wondrous things out of your law teach us your word Father, we pray that our lives will not be the same again. May we have an encounter with Jesus this morning. We thank you. May you be glorified in this service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Please turn with me to Luke chapter 18. I'm continuing the series on what Jesus said about prayer and um, the parables that he gave uh, gives us an insight of how God wants us to pray. Amen. Luke 18 from verse 1, the Bible says that, and he speak a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint, saying, there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth. And then I want to read Luke chapter 11. It's just a similar kind of um, 
parable. I'm reading verse 1 and then from verse 5 to verse 10. Verse 1 says that, And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples came and said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. Verse 5, And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight? And say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will, he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Amen. Well, last two weeks, I remember we started on this series talking about uh, praying until something happens. We're looking at what Jesus said about prayer, and um, we said that from this passage in Luke chapter 18, Jesus said in verse 1 that men ought always to pray and not to faint. And so, um, his, what he was saying at the time was that we need to pray until we see the results. Many times we pray and then we stop, or we don't even pray at all. A lot of people don't pray. I mean, the question is, wh- wh- why will you pray if you can find the answer from somewhere else? Why do I pray if when I take Panadol, the headache will go? Yeah. Why do I pray when, when I can call my uncle in France to send me some money? So, it's like, there's no point in praying. Because people have alternative uh, ways of dealing with their problems And the more sophisticated we become And the more uh, things are being invented The easier even it is For things to be solved And so prayer keeps going down And that's why Jesus will say that When the Son of Man comes Will he find faith? Actually he was asking whether he will find people praying Because your prayer is a sign of your faith Hallelujah. So, the first thing we learned was that we need to pray until something happens. Don't stop. Tell the next person, don't stop until something happens. The second thing we learned last week was that the best way to pray is to learn how to pray like a widow. Hallelujah. And I believe we said many things. One of the things we said was that Widows have nowhere else to turn to. Yeah, their only hope and their trust and their confidence is in God. And so the first thing you need to understand is we need to learn how they pray in their total dependence on God. And we read a scripture in 1 Timothy 5 verse 5. We cannot go over all these things. I want to encourage you to get the message. That the Bible says that 
Now she that is a widow indeed and desolate trusted in God and continued in supplications and prayers night and day. Because she doesn't have anybody. All she has is God. And so we call on God. The God's word translation is a widow who has no family has placed her confidence in God by praying and asking for his help night and day. And so we said we must be like widows in the way we pray. Come to God like somebody who doesn't have an alternative solution anywhere else. When you come in that way, you are sure to receive an answer. Oh, may there be people who are praying like widows in the church. The second thing we said was that they are in their prayer, they pray in their confidence of a special audience that they have with God. They know that they have a special place with God. That when you mention a widow, God will stop everything and attend to that one. So when you go to the scriptures, there are so many scriptures that is in favor of widows. And I was telling you last week that it's not today's type of widows that you see that they are okay. They are even their husband's death cry is even better for them. In those days, the widows, I mean, when you, you look through the scripture, you see that if somebody is a widow, see that life is not easy. Like that lady who came to see Eli- Elisha. He said, my husband is dead and he is owing people. I don't know how I'm going to pay it. Elisha had to stop everything and attend to the widow. Because he knew that this widow doesn't have any help from anywhere. Yeah. So, they also know that they have a special place with God. And I gave you the example of Jesus and that widow of Nain, whose only son had died. And Jesus couldn't stand it. When he saw them going to the cemetery with the dead body, he said, no, I have to do something about this. When you understand that you have a special audience with God, when you come before the Lord in the morning, you come with a certain confidence. Because you know that you will be heard. This prayer I'm praying, I know God has stopped everything to listen to me. I'm very special to God. I know that God will answer my prayer. And that is the thing that made the man rise up at midnight. <laughs> to go and ask for bread. I mean, I've been here some before. Midnight, you are going around looking for bread. There must be a way of thinking. That will make you go at midnight. I'm going to knock. What is the problem? I want bread. Ah. I want bread. But anyway, we, we looked at so many things. We can't move on because already we are... Our time is almost up. The third area we have to learn how to pray like a widow is in their faith. Wow. They had so much faith that they will receive an answer when they prayed. The Bible says that this man who woke up at midnight, he had faith that he will receive this going that he's going, he will not come back the same. He will receive what he's going to ask for. And he believed it. One time the Bible says in First Kings chapter 17 that the Lord sent Elijah to a widow in Zarephath. He said, go to that widow because I want to bless that widow. 
And the Bible says that when she, he went and met with the widow, he said, widow, listen, what do you have? He said, oh, we don't have anything. In fact, what we have is some small bread be and some something. Or it'll be that we are just about to eat. He said, me and my son, we're going to eat this, but when we finish, we'll die. Hey! And the prophet said, eh, okay, this food you are going to make for you and your son alone, and eat and die. Can you make it and bring it to me? To eat. And let's see what the Lord will do with you. I mean, already we don't even have what we are going to eat. And we are going to die after what we are going to eat. Then you are saying we should give it to you. I don't know how many of you would have done that. Today's prophets. When you come, then you are collecting things from us. But isn't it amazing that people are also being, things are being taken from people in another way. And they give it. Man, wicked man. You know that I'm a widow. I don't have anything. I'm just here with my son. We're about to eat and die. You are coming to collect that one too from us. But somehow she believed. She was a woman of faith. She believed that if the servant of God is saying this, then it means that something will come out of this thing. Wow. And she believed it. Oh, we must get to the point where we believe the word of the Lord that is spoken in the church. And as you come and the servant of God says, believe it. As you are sowing, as you are giving, as you are giving your tithe, believe that God is about to turn the situation around for you. It's going to happen. There are many who can't even believe it. And sometimes we even want to see some something like, yeah, this one is more powerful. Yeah. A lady was told by somebody, he said, he said, listen, I think you should go and give a seat somewhere. I feel you should give a seat to a man of God and then your breakthrough will come. You see? And then she was running with a seat looking for a man of God to give it. It's like, yeah, it looks very powerful. But you find out that really, also, it's true. If you sow in the man of God's life, you receive a prophet's reward. But somehow you want to see some essentially or something. But this lady believed. This widow, and that's how the widows were. They believed. You read through the scriptures. Their faith was something else. And that faith is what made a difference for them. Oh, may you have the faith of a widow. To believe that God will turn your situation around. This we don't have faith. And it's a faith that made the difference. Everywhere in the scriptures, you see that faith answers. This woman came and prayed. She cried. So Jesus said, will God find such faith when he comes? Will he find people still praying and looking for God? People believe, people have faith more in their makeup. Oh, I tell you, a lot of ladies, young ladies believe in their makeup more than in God. I'm telling you, 
you may be sitting here, but you, you, you are sitting here believing that your makeup is what will give you a husband. If you like, ask the nearest sister that what I'm saying, is it true or not true? A lot of the ladies believe that they are hairstyle. So when you are sitting in the saloon, they are thinking that men ask for this hairstyle, dear. By all means, three or four people will turn their heads and look at them. So your faith is in your hairstyle. But not in God. Rich people, their faith is in their riches. Some young men, their faith is in their intelligence and what they know. They feel that, yeah, I am knowledge, I'm this. It gets to a point you realize that these things, they don't help. Haven't you seen a lot of people, ladies with some nice hairstyle, but nobody's looking at them? Ladies with some nice mascara and very beautiful lipstick, but nobody is looking. In fact, sometimes when they look at you, they wonder whether they are looking at a traffic light. As the next person, what do you have faith in? <laughs> but the widow, she doesn't have anything that she will have faith in the thing. See, when you have something small, you have beauty small and all that, it, it makes you begin to have faith in that. But when you don't have anything, your husband is dead, you are not working, nothing. Oh, your faith will only be in God. Hear me, brother. <laughs> So what did Jesus say in Mark 11 and verse 22? Look at what he said there. And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in your makeup. (laughs) Have faith in your, your hairstyle. Have faith in your dressing. As for this dressing, I'm dressed to kill. Faith. But he said, have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. When the widow came to that judge, she had faith that Charlie. This thing, this man will do it for me. I am not moving in movie. inch. The man is going to do this thing for me today. I believe it. She believed that the judge. It's amazing. No? The judge, the Bible says that she, he didn't fear God. He didn't regard man. I mean, he was an unjust person. But she had faith. It's another level of faith. She had faith that the man would do it for him. 
There are some people they can stand by the roadside. They believe that they will get a car. Wow, means. <laughs> I said, you watch. I'm going to get a car with a driver. You watch. And then the car will be in the mouth. Faith. She believed that this judge will help her. And that's the faith that God is talking about. Believe. And, and, and Jesus actually intentionally likened the thing to an unjust judge. Somebody who doesn't regard God. Somebody who there is no way will easily help. And he was saying that if even this unjust judge, such faith can move such unjust judge, how much more the God that you serve? Oh, I don't know why those of you at the back, you don't even believe what I'm saying. Oh, but I see this God coming through for you and answering your prayer. If you believe it, shout yes. May every mountain that stands before you, may that mountain move in Jesus' name. For the Bible says in Hebrews 11 verse, it says, For without faith, it is impossible to please God. He that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. Number four. Number four. I told you I'm giving you five. So I'm just finishing. Learn to pray like a widow in their persistence or importunity. Importunity has the Greek word anadea, which means shamelessness. Hallelujah. So in our prayer to God, we must also be shameless. <laughs> if you come with a certain thing, you will not receive an answer. But this woman, she was shameless. This man who rose up at midnight that I'm going to my friend to ask for bread, he was shameless about it. Say, Charlie, I need bread. That's all I know. I don't care whatever you think about me. I need bread. You see, sometimes when we come to church, you see, some people are very worried about who is watching, who is standing. Yeah, your problem is not a problem yet. That's why. But when it becomes a problem, you don't care who is watching. I don't care. You may scream, you may shout, you may shout, you may lie down, whatever, because you know what you are looking for. Hey, one guy went to church. He was wild. They said we should praise God. He praised until his trousers got torn. He was not moved at all. By the time he finished, he had this miracle. Sometimes we are so careful about who is watching, who is listening. And the world, they are not ashamed about how they get their things. They will come and boast, oh, I know a certain man. If you go to the Volta region or you go to the Western region, there's a certain man there. He will be able to help you. And they are not ashamed. But we are ashamed about the God who can help us, the God who can save us, the God who can make a difference. See us. We will not pray. And we are just there. I used to work somewhere. I remember sales were not going on well. My boss said, Charlie, we have to see how we can do this thing. He was bringing out strategy, strategy. You see, they have all these strategies, strategies. And I said, I, I, I said, let me, can I also bring my suggestion? He said, bring your suggestion. I said, let's have morning devotion every day. See how they were looking at me like, 
What are the money devotion going to help? Because, you see, we ourselves, we don't even believe that these things help us. But that's where our solution lies. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate on it day and night, and you shall observe to do all that is written therein. For in this way, you shall make your way prosperous and have good success. And we don't even believe it. If you suggest that in this situation that we are in, let us pray. A lot of people, when they are sick, the first thing that will come to mind will be the hospital. Not prayer. Not even to call my pastor to pray with me. Because it's like, oh, what kind of solution is that? But we don't have faith in that one. The woman was persistent. Shameless. The guy said, listen, I want bread. I don't care whether you are with your wife or with your son or whatever. I want bread. And I'm here. I am not leaving till you give me bread. Until you become shameless. There's a guy. He comes around asking for money. I'm not saying that you should be going around asking for money. But, in fact, I just admire shamelessness. It doesn't matter who you are standing with. He will come and he talks as if his money is with you and he's coming for it. It's like, give me money to go and buy as if his money is with you and he's coming for it. Shameless. He's claiming he needs money for bread. That's all. Listen, come to God shameless. Come to God in a way that, Lord, I need a miracle. I need a breakthrough. I know you can help me. I don't care if it means I have to scream, if it means I have to lie down, whatever it takes. I am here for my miracle. telling you something is going to move the bible says that the man said you know what i am a man who doesn't fear god and i don't regard man i don't care but the bible says that but after a while he said no this type of shamelessness i haven't seen some before i'm sure when the man is going to the the courtroom then the woman will be following him and, 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 and I like the way the Bible puts it. It was not about how persuasive she was. Because I don't think the words that she spoke were that persuasive enough. Five words. Avenge me of my adversaries. That's all. Me and you today. Avenge me. When the, the, the judge comes out of his house, he's going to sit in his car. Avenge me of my adversary. He's standing by the wayside, wants to buy newspaper. Avenge me of my mess. He passes by some chop bar. He sits there to organize his food. As they bring the food, he's about to eat, and the window arrives. Avenge me of my adversary. Anywhere, even when he's going to the toilet, the woman is following him. He said, no, this one, I don't think I can handle it. It is too much for me. I need to answer this woman. Otherwise, she will weary me. Oh, we need to get to the place where God himself will say, Ah, if I don't answer this prayer for this one. Oh yeah, when you wake up in the morning, you come before them and say, Lord, <laughs> it is me again. 
my prayer request has not changed. It is the same thing. Avenge me of my adversary. I tell you, after a while, he said, even this unjust child, after some time, he gave in. He said, how much more will your heavenly father, will he not stop and answer you? Oh, I see God answering your prayer. May you be shameless. May you have importunity. May you have an idea. May you come persistently. Keep praying. Keep saying the same thing. Don't change your mouth. Say the same thing. One of these days, God will answer your prayer. Oh, I thought somebody was going to put your hands together for Jesus. And maybe you can add a shout. I said you can add a shout. You can add a shout. Yay! We will not sit down for people to be putting things on our platforms, old students, association, whatever, and they write things and they are not ashamed. And we can't say anything about our God and what He is able to do. I am not ashamed. I said, I'm not ashamed. I said, I'm not ashamed. Hey! You can be sure of vindication. God will vindicate you. Whatever situation it is, you can keep coming and God will answer your prayer. Finally, I have two minutes left. Pray like a widow in their confidence or certainty of a rich reward. Rich reward. Now the Bible says that without faith it's impossible to please him. He that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. He rewards widows when they are coming. You don't come just believing that he will just reward, but they believe in a rich reward. Believe that you are going to have a rich reward. The Bible says when the guy went to his friend at midnight and he was knocking and crying and he was not giving up. Because he knew that when this guy wakes up, he has more than enough. So bread will not be a problem. And the Bible says that Jesus said, will he not wake up and give him as many as he needed? As many as he needed. As many as he needed. When you have the prayer of a widow, as many as you need, as many as you require, as much as you require, that is exactly what God will give to you. I'm speaking to somebody, I don't know who I'm speaking to, but there's something you can't believe that God can give to you. I say you serve a rich God. You serve God who is rich in the things that he said. The Bible says that he's able to supply all your riches all your needs by his riches in glory he can believe that my God is rich believe that my savior is a rich savior believe that my God is rich to provide for me what I need when you can't believe in this way it doesn't matter what you need he will provide it my sister was surprised when they were asking her Tell us what you want. Is it because when your God steps into your situation, He says, Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Don't limit God. I came to speak to somebody here. Don't limit God. I wonder how many loaves of bread the guy carried away. 
Because the neighbor got up, he said, listen, I need to concentrate on my wife. The way you are knocking on the door, I can't even focus. Then there are some people, when you are sleeping, you don't wake them up. When you wake them up, they can't sleep again. Oh, yeah. One guy was telling me, he said, ask for my wife, there doesn't matter. No matter what you want to do, you do. <laughs> and I'm speaking in some parables. You do whatever you want to do. She will still sleep. It's not a problem at all. It's not a problem at all. But there are some wives, if you wake them up, uh, I can't sleep again. Yeah. One lady, the husband was waking her up. She was asking, who is that? Who else will be waking you up? It is an arm robber. An arm robber waking you up. Your husband is waking you up. Who is that? If you're uh, But if you are such a person and they are knocking on your door like that, I mean, you'll be very disturbed. You really want to sleep. And this guy is knocking and he's not going. Hey, go. I am sleeping with my wife. As if that will put him off. I don't care. You can sleep with your wife. Me, I'm, I need my bread. At a point, the white guy realized that he couldn't concentrate on what he was doing. I don't know what he was doing, but he couldn't concentrate on the wife well. He said, brother, the bread is there. Come and take as many as... I see the Lord shout and give me somebody more than you can carry. May you receive more than you can carry. Give the Lord... That is the God that we serve. As you come before him like a widow, he will answer. David said in Psalm 55 and verse 16 as I close, he said, as for me, as for me, I will call upon the Lord. I don't know about you. Maybe you will call on somebody else, but as for me, as for me, he said, I will call upon the Lord. Do you have that scripture? Psalm 55 verse 16. He said, I'll call upon him. And he will sustain me. He will answer my prayer. He will save me. Verse 7 shows us. He said, evening, morning, afternoon, I will pray. And I will cry aloud. He said, he shall hear my voice. I see the Lord hearing your voice. I see the Lord answering your prayer. Before this year ends, may God send an answer to you. I see an angel being dispatched to bring your answer, to bring your solution. As many as you need, as many as you require, as much as you need, may the Lord supply every need. Stand to your feet, put your hands together, and give the Lord a Oh, yes. Lift up your voice in just a minute. I want you to cry to the Lord. Tell the Lord, it's me again. I have come with the same request. I'm not here with another thing. It's the same thing, Lord. I am coming, Lord. I want you to answer this prayer. Lift up your voice and pray. I know you prayed about it 20 times already. But God said, don't stop coming with anadea, with importunity, with persistence. Pray the same thing. The woman said, avenge me of my 
addressing. Lift up your voice and pray and pray and pray. Tell the Lord, it's the same thing. I have not changed my request. The same thing. Avenge me of my addressing. Avenge me of my addressing. Oh, yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord. May the spirit of prayer, may the spirit of prayer come upon us, Lord. Evening, morning, afternoon. May we pray. May we cry aloud. We know you hear our voice. We know you answer us. You will give us more than we can carry. You will give us more than we can carry. Oh, yes. As many as he needed. As many as he needed. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. May God supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. My boy. Oh yes, as for me, as for me, he will never suffer the righteous to be moved. Oh, ah. For me, I will cry. Yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. He will sustain me evening, morning, evening, and morning, and afternoon. Will I pray and cry? This morning with every head bowed, with all eyes closed. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but you're here. You know you are not born again. You are not saved. One of the keys to God hearing your voice is also when you have surrendered your life to Him. When you lift up your voice and you cry, Abba, Father, He will hear your voice. Today, every head bowed, all eyes closed. If you want to surrender your life to Jesus, you want to be born again wherever you Lift up your right hand And I'm going to pray with you right where you are You want to surrender your life to Jesus Lift up your right hand I'm going to pray with you God bless you, I see your hands God bless you, I see your hands At the back there, God bless you Let it go up above your head Today you are making that decision for Jesus God bless you, God bless you Many souls are being saved for the Lord God bless you, God bless you I see many hands lifted all over the building God bless you If you have lifted up your hand I want you to do one more thing Pick up your bag, pick up your Bible Come to me in front here Come to me in front here We're going to pray together Ashes, help them to come Evening and morning and Oh, clap for them as they come Will I pray and cry aloud. Oh, he will hear my. Keep clapping. Many people are coming from the back. Oh, 
together for Jesus for all these souls that have been saved this morning those of you in front I want you to lift up your two hands if you can as a sign of surrender and those of us at the back we're going to join them as we pray this morning repeat after me say Lord Jesus this morning I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins please forgive me all my sins Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Hallelujah. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010. 444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.